Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our final episode of Just a Little R&R. I hope you've enjoyed this series as much as I have. Our podcast is sponsored by Mission Tabernacle Outreach in beautiful Tallapoosa, Georgia. Grab a nice cold glass of lemonade and let's see what the Lord wants to show us in Romans chapter 16. We see in verse 1 where Paul is commending Phoebe. Phoebe was a servant in the church of Centuria. Centuria was the port of Corinth. It was about nine miles from the city. The Greek word for servant is diaconia. One of the meanings of diaconia is deacon or deaconess. This is an example of a woman serving in that capacity in the early church. She would prepare the women of the church for baptism. She visited the sick and those in prison. She attended to all parts of the church that cannot be performed by men. Paul instructed the church to receive her in the Lord. She took care of the apostles and ministers who visited Centria. She was the one who delivered the epistle to the church at Rome. History says that she carried the future of Christian theology under the folds of her robe. The scripture in verse 2 makes us believe that Phoebe was a businesswoman. She possibly had business in Rome of a legal nature, and maybe that is how she ended up delivering the epistle. We do know that she was a great blessing to the work of the Lord. Paul first met Priscilla and Aquila when he was in Rome. He instructed the church to greet them that they were helpers in Christ Jesus. Priscilla and Aquila had returned to Rome and possibly started a church in their home. They are always mentioned together as man and wife. We know by verse 4 that they risked their lives for Paul. We don't know how or where, but just that they did. All of the churches of the Gentiles were thankful to Priscilla and Aquila. In verse 5, it speaks of the church in their home. They must have had one of the house churches in Rome. The scripture speaks of a man named Eponidas. He was one of the first converts in Corinth. We do not know much about him except that he was of the first fruits of Achaia. The house of Stephanus was also called the first fruits of Achaia. Stephanus was a member of the church of Corinth. His family was among the limited number of believers whom Paul had baptized there. The Mary spoken of in verse 6 we know was a hard worker. It says that she bestowed much labor on them. He instructed the church to also greet her. They were to salute Andronicus and Junia. Paul refers to them as his kinsmen. This could mean blood relatives or fellow Jews. He also speaks of them being fellow prisoners. They must have at some time been imprisoned for their faith. They were well known to the apostles. Their conversion predated his according to verse 7. 
Paul told them to greet certain believers who were his helpers in Rome. He said to greet Amplius. He was beloved in the Lord. Salute Urbane, his helper in Christ, and Statius, his beloved. He said to salute Apelles. He was approved in Christ. Salute those of the house of Aristobulus. The people of his household were probably slaves. Salute Herodian, his kinsman, was another who helped him. He said to greet the household of Narcissus, which was also in the Lord. Slaves were also in his household. They were followers of the Lord. He said, Salute Trophenia and Trophosia. They labored in the Lord. He said, Salute the beloved Persis, which labored much in the Lord. Persis refers to a woman. Once again, we are seeing where women commonly served in the early church. He said to salute Rufus. He was chosen of the Lord. This was thought to be the son of Simon the Serene, who helped Jesus carry his cross. He said to salute Asynchronous, Phlegon, Hermas, Petrobus, Hermes, and the brethren which were with them. He instructed them to salute or greet Philogus and Julia, Nurcus, and his sister Olympus, and all the saints which were with them. He told them to salute them with a holy kiss. This was the custom of all Oriental people at that time, not only Christians. The churches Paul planted were greeting the churches in Rome. At least seven women are named in this chapter, Phoebe, Priscilla, Mary, Trophenia, Trophosa, Persis, and Julia. All of them were Christian workers, deaconesses, and prophetesses who labored in the Lord. They labored in the ministry of the Word. There were a number of prophetesses in the early church. According to verse 17, we should be alert for those who cause division in the church. It plainly says to have no religious fellowship with them. This was done to protect the church. We must identify false teachers in the church. We should turn away and shun this activity. They are serving self and not the work of God. It is so easy for people who are not yet grounded in the word to be led astray by this type of activity. We need to protect our churches and protect our new converts from this. Paul was careful not to link the saints in the church of Rome with these false teachers. He counted it joy when they showed maturity in the Lord. He desired that they would be so grounded in the word that they would instantly know false doctrine when it came their way. Ten marks of false teachers are, one, causing division among Christians, two, causing offenses against truth, three, they do not serve God, four, they serve their own belly. Five, they use slick tongues to deceive. Six, they are enemies of the cross. Seven, they walk contrary to the gospel. Eight, they glory in their shame. Nine, they mind earthly things. And ten, they bring in heresies. You can tell true leaders from the faults by their godliness, unselfishness, and faithfulness. God's discernment will help you choose good over evil. If you trust in Christ and the cross, you are guaranteed victory as a Christian. 
Paul ends his letters with a benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Paul had a young man who studied under him. His name was Timothy. Paul begins to end this chapter by saying, Timothy, Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, his fellow Jews, salute them. Tertius wrote this epistle for Paul. He was his scribe. He dictated this letter to the Romans. Paul was probably staying in Gaius's home. He refers to him as his host. He said him and the whole church salutes them. Erastus, the chamberlain of the city, saluted them. And Quartus, a brother, he said, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The Gospel of Paul was about Jesus and him crucified. Paul preached the cross, the story of redemption. The scripture has been made known through the prophet's writings. The whole world must hear the gospel. That was commanded by God. Jesus' death and resurrection will forever bring glory to God. His sacrifice has saved an untold number of souls. Please understand that we will not live forever. Each day we live, our time is running low. Do not live thinking that you will have time to accept Christ later. That time may not ever come. Accept Christ into your heart today. As we end this series on the Roman Road experience, let us revisit Romans 10, 9, and 10. This scripture tells us to be saved, we must confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart God has raised him from the dead. If you feel the Lord tugging at your heart, will you pray the prayer of salvation with me? Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we come to you today. I thank you, God, for your anointing being on this series and this podcast. God, I pray that we won't tarry on accepting you to, into our heart. But dear Lord, I pray if there's one out there that doesn't know you, God, that they will just ask you into their heart, ask you to forgive their sins. God, make yourself real to them. Help them, God, to believe where there's unbelief. Dear Jesus, help our unbelief. Help us to accept you into our heart. God, forgive us for our sins. God, we're looking forward to the day that you come and take us home to be with you. Help us to stay strong in the faith, God, until you come to take us home. If you've accepted Christ into your heart today or you've rededicated your life, let me encourage you to link to a church that has a body of believers that will join around you as a family to uphold you. This is where your strength is going to come from, that praying and staying in the Word of God. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Just a Little R&R. If you would like to message us directly, our email address is missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. You may listen to our podcast by searching Mission Tabernacle Outreach at www.kingdomrock.org or by going to Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, or Amazon Podcasts. 